0: i spent the last 30 years of my life as a dental professional, not just cleaning teeth, but educating patients about their oral health and how it's connected to their overall health. It wasn't until I got divorced and started working with a mobile dental company, traveling to schools that I saw with my own eyes, how bad the cavity situation actually is amongst our children. And it's heartbreaking to me, especially knowing dental disease is 100% preventable with proper daily home care. I've made it my mission to bring awareness to how we can change our mindset about our mouths and establish healthy habits that will keep our kids engaged and empower families to take the chore out of daily brushing and create fun memories and cavity-free kids. My name is Sherry Wirtz, and this is Healthy Mouth Movement 411. Join me and be part of the solution. Together, we can battle plaque and make a difference. Welcome back. Today's episode, we are going to interview Asha Leray, She is an occupational therapist, and she also is a mother with a child with special needs today to talk about the things that she, the challenges that she comes up and faces with parents and kids with food allergies, but also how it relates to their mouths and different things that you can take action on to help your child. So today we're going to concentrate on what challenges she has in brushing her daughter's teeth. Hi, thank you so much for having me. So the one challenge that
1: was the first challenge we faced way back in the day when my daughter was young was finding a toothpaste that was suitable just to make sure that it didn't have any allergens in it. And I know that's a concern for a lot of um, parents who have kids with food allergies. They have to make sure that the, the toothpaste they're using is safe and the kids don't actually react to it. Um, we, ha- we end up using a, a natural toothpaste and that seems to do the trick. But at first, when my daughter started brushing, it was really hard to get her to actually brush her own teeth and I used I actually used like a like a prize system to get her to be more independent with it. Um, and when she was young, she actually had so many cavities when she was about two or three. We realized that because of all the medicines she was on when she was young, um, from being in the hospital and having respiratory issues and the, the allergies. Um, she had so many cavities that we needed to get them fixed, even if they were baby teeth, because they they were significant. And so actually when she was four, she actually went and had surgery. surgery. They put her under or, you know, used anesthesia to be able to fix the cavity she had. And then it started a whole other, (laughs) a whole other phase of making sure that she was brushing and using the um the maintenance gel that they gave her that she had to put on as well on top of just regular toothbrushing. So it was quite tricky. But definitely like positive reinforcements helped a lot in like having her earn a prize so that she could get pumped up to take
0: care of her own teeth.
1: So what uh, were really prizes? helped
0: what were the prizes that you gave? <laughs> prizes.
1: Oh uh we used stickers for a while, but then that kind of got boring for her. So then we went to a little, she was obsessed with bubbles when she was little. So I got, um, you know, like a 24 pack of bubbles at Target and I would give her a little, a little thing of bubbles she could use, um, you know, That's like funny. if every five, I think it was every five stickers she could get a bubble, a bubble the pack. The so.
0: special toothpaste that they gave you after that, did
1: it have fluoride in it? Um, No, it didn't have any allergens in it. Luckily it was just like. Uh, some kind of enamel gel. I'm not sure what it was, but.
0: You don't remember the name of it. So is she allergic to fluoride? Do you know like fluoride specifically or no?
1: No, she's not. Um, we we were advised to always have the fluoride toothpaste. And I think after having to go uh, get her teeth fixed, I think that was actually, um, as she's grown, it's still a motivation for her to not have to go through that again. So she brushes religiously now, but when she was young, it was, you know, it was pretty tough to
0: get her to buy into it. So that was going to be the next question. You just answered it. So that's awesome. But that's what, that's what I'm hoping is that by getting moms on like you, we can get parents before they get to their, that stage to start taking care of their kids when they're younger. And sometimes, especially when you're on medications and certain foods, it changes the pH of your mouth. And so if you can control the pH and wash the pH, that will help prevent cavities as well, because an acidic environment is what leads to getting cavities. So that's a lot of things that people don't know about is not only brushing and flossing and toothpaste, because some kids like that have sensory issues, can't handle the toothpaste. And that's what we talked to Angie about on the last episode. Um, And my daughter
1: Mm
0: -hmm. um, did not like toothpaste. I bought 12 toothpastes before I realized that I just needed to brush your teeth without toothpaste. And I remember thinking I was a failure, not only as a mom, but a dental hygienist, but I didn't think about that sooner. And I kept trying to get her to use toothpaste. And she
1: was like, Ugh. I definitely agree. And that's really great information about the pH because I I didn't know that when I, you know, until I really met you. <laughs> so, and it's an important factor of oral health and overall health. So that's great.
0: Yeah. So even now, as she gets older, you can get pH strips and just test it and make it like a fun experiment of what where's your pH. Is it, if it's at a seven or above, then you're good. And if it's a 6.5 or below, you're more susceptible to getting cavities. So, so yeah, so basically I, I,
1: I'm kind of wearing two hats. I'm a mom of a kid with food allergies and I'm also an occupational therapist. And so some of my expertise as an occupational therapist, um, helps me in my life with food allergies because. It, I basically am able to problem solve things that might be challenges. and then what I do with that is help other parents. So one of the things is actually um, basically, when when I know one one example is when my daughter was young, she put everything in her mouth. <laughs> and you know, most young kids do, you know, when they're toddlers and infants, and then as they go into the preschooler phase, or you know, three to four age, if they're still putting things in their mouth and they're allergic, it can be very dangerous. And so one thing that I put into effect right away when my daughter was young was because she was looking for the input. So as an occupational therapist, I know that she's looking for sensory input in her mouth by putting things in her mouth, whether it's something to chew or suck on or lick. Um, When kids do that, they're looking for input. And sensory input, oral input in their mouth. And a way to protect her was I actually gave her a vibrating toothbrush because it would give her the feed or the feedback or the input that she wanted in a constructive, safe way. And that was one trick that I used. And it it really helped. And I've passed that on to many, many families of the families that I work with um, in school the kids that I work with in school, because a lot of them are looking for input orally. And that's one thing that we, um, we advocate for is to have parents and um, people give them the input they're looking for in a constructive, safe way. Another thing is that we, we use, and this is my, (laughs) this is my OT knowledge, uh, helping my child. But another thing that gives really good input are Water bottles that have straws because that gives a lot of it takes resistance and and it basically gives the the mouth a lot of good input but it's also hydrating them it's also
0: helping with their overall health
1: instead of them you know eating
0: inedible objects or you know things that are not safe to put in their mouth in their environment. That's awesome. I did not know that. Now, do you have some (coughs) parents that say that um, their kids cannot handle the vibrating? Toothbrush, because I know there I've had some issues with some parents whose kids couldn't handle it. The vibration, the noise. A lot of
1: times, kids can be sensitive to just the any kind of touch, especially on their face or around their mouth. So, um, a a sensitive desensitization program can help with that. And basically, that's you know if if the the dentist or the doctor has asked to have the child use an electric toothbrush. You could even start with vibrating input on their hand and their arms and then eventually get to their cheeks and around their mouth and then introduce it into their mouth to, you know, work with the the oral hygiene part. But if they're very sensitive, it's it's easier for them to accept the input when it's on other parts of their body to get used to it. And then it kind of calms their nerves about. Having something so close, or you know, in their mouth, and even some kids are even sensitive to certain tastes, like strong flavors and different temperatures. There's like so much that you can be sensitive to, but that's that's kind of how we um, help desensitize kids for toothbrushing, for um, face washing, and that's kind of how we go about it with an OT lens on just knowing the sensory systems and uh, what you can do to help them learn how to tolerate and accept different, different um, inputs. So,
0: so if you're going to, let's say a parent's going to bring their child for the dentist for the first time, what would you recommend yes. to them to desensitize and get them prepared for going to the dentist and what the dentist is going to do?
1: Right. Yeah. I think, um, you know, usually the first dentist uh, dentist visits are usually when the kids are toddlers, correct?
0: Um, I'm trying to Around get that sooner so that way you can prepare them, but yeah, okay, or not bring them until they're two or yeah. three. But from my viewpoint, you should uh-huh. bring them as soon as they get their first tooth, but you have to find a provider that is on uh, board with that.
1: Yes. Understandable. Yeah. I just wanted to touch base about that. Um, because at every stage it's a little different but yeah i would say definitely doing some massage on their face and the our body actually is, is able to tolerate deep pressure touch before light touch and so what you want to do is even do some like facial massage towards the mouth so from the ears down to the mouth around the lips and then eventually you know by then they're using they're using a fork or a spoon So you can talk the child through explaining that, you know, there are going to be tools in your mouth, but it's kind of like using a spoon to eat your cereal or a spoon to eat your applesauce. And it's going to feel the same. And so that way at least they have the language to go with it. And also the, um, you know, the calming touch or like the idea that something's going to touch their face and go into their mouth. um, Like, What's going to basically foreshadowing what's going to happen at the dentist? Yeah, that's awesome. That's a good way to help. Yeah,
0: yeah. And 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 as a dental hygienist, before we polish, we do the same thing you said to do with the toothbrush. We start on their hand and let them touch it Mm -hmm. before we put it to their mouth. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure.
1: Oh my gosh, that's great.
0: So do you have any <laughs> other um, suggestions, advice, things that parents can do, how they can get a hold of you if they'd like more information about what you do? Sure. Yeah. The other
1: thing that I was going to mention is when you're, uh, you know, you're prepping your child to come to the dentist, maybe even find some books or videos to give them an idea of what it will look like or what they're going to experience. That's another tool we use a lot in school is previewing things um, for kids who get nervous about not knowing what's going to happen or the unknown that they're about to experience. And so that helps tremendously. And that's definitely helped with my daughter and many, many kids that I know, um, showing them what is close to what they're going to experience as possible to demystify it right? Like it's scary when you don't actually know what's going to happen. And, you know, a lot of times in the movies, like the, you know, the movies kids watch, like the dentist is like, oh my gosh, like something crazy is happening. And then the kid has to go to the dentist instead of just like a normal teeth cleaning. Um, So that's another, another tip. And my work with families with food allergies, basically what I do is I help parents learn how to keep their kids safe without being completely overwhelmed with stress through the, you know, the strategies that I've used to help my daughter. And we, uh, we are at uh, foodallergyunboxed.com. And I also have an Instagram, and that's at foodallergyunboxed, as well as a podcast, and that is Food Allergy Radio.
0: Great, and Great. thank you so much. And I know that we're going to be working together in the future because we, we do a lot of the same, similar things, to helping kids and parents to live happier, healthy lives.
1: And thank you for all the work you do, especially with the kids with special needs, because it is very rare to find dental hygienists and dentists that can accommodate and be as compassionate as I've heard you talk about your patients um, with special needs. So thank you for the work you do, because I know as, a, as an OT, I've heard many, many situations where parents have had a hard time finding the right dental um, practitioners to be able to manage, handle, and help their
0: kids. So thank you. Thanks for taking the time to listen to the Healthy Mouth Movement. Together, we can reduce dental disease. Yes, it is a disease. Cavities, gum disease, and gingivitis are all preventable, but only by you at home. Together, we can engage our kids and create good oral health habits because a healthy mouth is a healthy body and a healthy life.